I am the Flash. My name is Sarah Lamb, but don't call us heroes. We are legends. I had to become someone else. I had to become something else. I had to become the Green Arrow. Welcome to CW Superheroes, it's Entertainment Talks podcast for the CW's DC Superhero Shows. Uh, I am your host Matthew, joining me today, my co-host is Robert. How's it going? I'm doing good, how are you doing today? Doing alright, doing good. Uh, so this is for Superman and Lois, uh, basically for season one as a whole, not like a season review, we've already covered the first ten episodes, uh, but for the finale, up to season one episode 15, it's finished. Uh, renewed, I think it was renewed before it started airing, it was renewed a long, long time ago anyway for season two. Uh, what do you think, now that that first season is finished? Uh, it was definitely a good season. Uh, they definitely focused more on the family aspect, as we talked about in the last one, than they did with like the superpowers and whatnot, so that seems to be their push and the focus for the series itself, which I like because that gives you a lot more leeway in terms of storytelling, in terms of you know what this is going to be and what's that's going to be and things like that so yeah cool so overall were you impressed happy yeah i'm it's a it's a good show i hope it uh, continues in that vein and path mhm yeah yeah it doesn't end up like some of the other Arrowverse shows I yeah suppose. definitely so uh we'll, we'll, i want to talk um, when we get somewhere through the podcast about like comparing this to the other first seasons and stuff so but we'll, we'll do that in a bit uh i really liked it i think this is a really strong season a really strong first season as well um in terms of what you were talking about with like basically the balancing act because you've got the superhero stuff you've got the uh, reporting stuff with lois you've got the family stuff then you've got the individual stories with the boys uh, or the teenagers whatever uh, then you got obviously Superman himself. Then you got the villains. Then obviously you got John uh, Pemry, who kind of became like you know uh, friends with the family instead of the enemy. I liked how that sorted itself out and everything. Uh, and then you've got what I would call like the biggest treat of the show, which is the actual Superman scenes themselves. It I I really I mean balancing acts with certain shows can be a hard thing to do sometimes when you've got. When when you've got more than one sort of a plot, if if that makes sense, like more than one main thing to kind of focus on, and it depends on the show and how many episodes and how long the episodes are and that sort of thing. So, um, but no, in in terms of like it having a lot of main things to deal with, um, I appreciate that it was uh, difficult for them to kind of manage all of that, and it was for, for me as I said on a previous podcast. Um, when Superman, you know, Tyler Hecklin himself is on screen as Superman, it is a treat, but it doesn't feel like one of them things were like, oh, finally, Superman's on screen. It's like, oh, Superman's on screen. And then you, you see him like a little bit later, but it's not too much later. Um, and granted, there's certain episodes that, that don't need Superman as much, and they're more of the Clark Kent episodes, like the family stuff and everything. Um... But the show can also, as well, literally have scenes where... Because you get that little sound effect, don't you? When he's hearing things or there's a threat nearby or whatever. And you get that little sound effect thing, which is cool. So you can literally go from a family scene of the four of them talking. Obviously, Lois and then the two boys. Uh, John and... I think it's John and Jonathan? Jonathan mm-hmm. and... Uh, Jordan. Yeah, Jordan. Jordan, Kent, yeah. With the two of them. Uh, and then he'll hear one of them like a, an alert and then he'll just have a superman scene and I, I like how that was balanced as well 
Um, but uh, it was really, really good. Um, I think the the finale itself. I had slight questions about like the function of what the villains were doing. I have a few little nitpicks there, but not too much to where it like brought the show down or anything too dramatic like that. And to follow up on some other comments I've seen about the show as well, this feels like a HBO show and not a CW show. Um, and what's interesting, because like, you know, when I've watched certain HBO shows that have been over here, Game of Thrones, Westworld, etc, etc, m- more so with the modern shows, not so much with like The Wire, which look a bit different as opposed to something like Westworld. Um, I feel like I'm watching a show that looks like that in terms of its production value. Um... And it just, it's odd to think that, okay, this is in the Arrowverse, as much as people want to deny that it is or whatever, this is in the Arrowverse, there is references to other characters, and uh, Diggle obviously popped up in an episode, which connects it back to that, plus the fact that this is the Superman from Supergirl Season 2 anyway, so it's not like the show had to do something specific to tie into the Arrowverse, because we already know this was the same, the same Lois, the same Clark Kent, uh, from like the crossovers and all that sort of thing, um, but yeah, I feel like at times I'm watching, like sometimes I'm watching the show and I forget that it's on the CW, and it just feels like I'm watching more of a HBO superhero show. Um, do, do you feel a similar way? Like, do you feel the sort of difference there? Yeah, um, I mean, you're absolutely right, and then it does have a very high production value. I was very impressed with it from the start, um, especially with a show like that. You uh, with the the CGI required for some of the flying and the whatnot uh-huh. that makes it, um, that puts a lot of demand on it. We've seen that with, uh, the flash and with legends, you know, where the CGI, you can tell where they spent the time in and where they spent the time hadn't. Um, so in this one, it's very tight. It, it's very, very focused. So, mm, definitely, definitely. Um, but, uh, no, really, really good stuff with, with all that. I liked how it wrapped up. Um, I felt like the last episode was just sort of settling and setting up things for next season, which is understandable for a first season to do. Um, but yeah, like you said, when you've got all the flying stuff and you can see the production value there, um, and uh, it's really, really good for all that sort of thing. So um, what we'll do next is two other things I mainly want to talk about because we talked about our general just feelings on the, on the season. Uh, I want to talk about, obviously, individual character stuff. Hi there and thanks very much for listening. Today I'm here to tell you about our two different affiliate links. The first of which is our Amazon affiliate link. That's where you can shop on Amazon. We can get a small cut of what you spend but it won't cost you anything extra. So whether you're getting a gift for somebody else or treating yourself or maybe both depending on the occasion we can get a small cut of what you spend but it won't cost you extra. You can find the link to our Amazon affiliate link in your show notes. The second affiliate link for today is our Kualu affiliate link. If you want to get started with a website and a domain name of your choice, you can simply sign up with Kualu using the link in the show notes. They also have a live chat support system that's in the bottom right hand corner as well. So if you need help with getting set up, Kualu will be able to help you with that as well. The links for both of these can be found in your show notes for Kualu and the Amazon affiliate link. If you would like to get the ad-free versions of Entertainment Talks podcast and support us along the way, you can simply sign up over on our Patreon page. You can sign up either as a creator or as a patron. There's no difference there for the time being. 
and you can get your ad-free podcasts over there. It's a great way to support us on Entertainment Talk and to get rid of the ads and get your ad-free podcasts. You can also support Entertainment Talk on Patreon at the $3 level tier. This gets you a chance to request a review from us of your favourite TV show or film. But it's one per month, so one TV show or film review per month it's up to you which one you want to choose we will watch a few episodes of the tv show that you choose or of course if it's a film we'll just watch that film and we will review that for you on that month and then when it gets to the next month you can request a new tv show or a film review of your choice that's three dollar level tier that does also of course include your ad-free podcasts for the month as well thank you very much for listening and enjoy the rest of the show but i want to jump to what i teased a minute ago what do you think in terms of um, comparing this to the other Arrowverse first seasons? I mean, because it. I mean, do you bring Stargirl into that equation? Because Stargirl, yes, it's on the CW, but that's not like is that officially Arrowverse? I don't. I don't think it is at the moment. Uh, although they were in the Crisis episode, weren't they? I can't actually quite remember. No, they weren't. No, but uh, in terms of so, then you've got um, Arrow, Flash, Legends. Batwoman, Supergirl, Black Lightning, Superman and Lois, and is there another one I'm forgetting? Uh, Legends, I think, wasn't it a little bit? Yeah, yeah, no, I said Legends already. Um, is there another one I've forgotten? But you, you got set seven shows there. Uh, what do you think in terms of all that? I'm not asking you to like rank all of them. Where do you think that this sits in terms of the best first season? Because Flash's first season is like a really big standout as well. So, what do you think of that? Uh, it's definitely in the top. I remember not getting into Arrow until after Flash launched uh, because I said, I read some of the early reviews for it. And then when I went back and watched the early ones, I was like, yeah, I would have uh, not watched that show. And it probably would have kept me from watching Flash. Uh, Supergirl was okay. Um, I mean, it's definitely better than the later seasons. Legends was good because at least it had a direction and a plot. Um. Yeah, and the rest were the rest were kind of average. Hmm. Yeah, I'd say Batwoman's got the worst first season. Uh, what about Black Lightning's first season? Yeah, uh, I'm not even going to talk about that. <laughs> I didn't like it. Um, what what seasons did you cover with me? Because I uh, because I'm watching the the, the fourth season was added as a box set, and I'm gonna possibly talk about that later. For which but, show? Uh, for, for Black Lightning. You did do some of the podcasts with me. I'm just I trying to remember which season. I did the first season, but I, I didn't do anything past the first season. Okay. I think I did season two and three on my own then. So, but I remember you were at least with me for the first season of that. Um, but yeah, you said you didn't like it all that much, which is fine. Um, but uh, yeah, I... I it's, so in terms of the better first seasons, I would say Arrow, Superman, Flash really stand out. Legends, the, the only reason that the first season of Legends stands out is because, yeah, like you said, they actually had a plot which was Vandal Savage. And then once that was resolved, the show's just kind of carried on with whatever. Although the third, I think it was the third season, had the Legion of Doom. That I really remember liking that quite a lot. I don't remember anything that happened in season two. And then the show's somehow on season six now. But, um, but yeah, the first season of Legends stands out. I think Superman's better than that one. Uh, Batwoman, I would probably say, is the worst first season of the the Arrowverse shows. That's really, and then like, because uh, you haven't seen much of season two or whatever. Season two is uh, 
not not very good. It's it's particularly bad, especially towards the, the back half of that season. Um, but no, I th- I think like Flash and Arrow still stand near the top with Superman and Lois, and then Supergirl and Supergirl as well. Supergirl's first season was pretty good. I think um, similar to Legends, not in terms of plot, but with Supergirl's first season and the whole Cat Grant thing, once that got taken away, which I think was in the later season, maybe. Uh, yeah, when they switched that, from whatever network it's launched yeah, on, yeah, C- CBS to CW. Yeah, she couldn't um, do it as, as much. Um, that helped that season a lot. But no, I, I'd say that Superman and Lois stands toe to toe with like the Flash and Arrow's first seasons. So, and then nearer to the bottom, <clears throat> I'd probably have uh, like Legends and and Batwoman at the bottom. So, um, and then just some of the other like Black Lightning maybe as well. So, yeah. Um, but that's the thoughts on that. Uh, right, is there any particular characters you want to talk about uh, to start off with? Uh, yeah, I mean, I do want to talk about the John Henry Irons character because when we did our initial um, review on like the first episode, they uh, the AI named him as uh, Luther, which you know threw me for a bit. Yeah, and then it, it, when they made named him, you know, John Irons, that became you know now I'm interested. Because now I know who this is. This is the uh, superhero Steel. Eventually, you know, dons that moniker, mm. and that makes it all doubly interesting. Because of you, if you go into the um, the show and all that hate he has towards Superman and Kryptonians, but if you go to the the DC character from the comics, he actually has the Superman logo as part of his armor. So that transition, if they decide to stick, you know, with this character and have him in the second season, then that's going to be an interesting transformation to watch. Just watching somebody go from, I hate you and I hate everything about you, to now I'm going to kind of rep you in a bit. Mm. Yeah. I want to actually say, uh, it's good that you started off with uh, John's character, or the the character of John. I think that was my favorite plot line from season one, actually. Like the slow reveal, it wasn't too slow, it wasn't too fast. The reveal of him... The mystery was interesting. We kind of had like, you know, it was because he was being referred to as Captain Luther, and mm. I remember we kind of speculated about like, is he related to Lex Luther? And then you've got you've already got a Lex Luther on uh, Supergirl, um, who's really good on, on that show as well. And like, could it tie into him? It didn't, so it kind of like threw us both off a little bit. Cause I I think we were relatively on maybe the same track with that. And then once they revealed slowly about his character and then the backstory, and then what Superman did to his home, and the fact that he was married to like a different version of Lois and there was a conflict there and then how that fits in with his daughter and her returning in the finale I I, I really really enjoyed that quite a lot uh, and just the, the character himself was really cool and everything and then the, a, the AI companion he had was really interesting but I like the way that that came around a lot because we realised obviously about Morgan Edge and what was going on there and then realising that John needed to team up with or wanted to team up with Superman and help him and then that kind of like brought that together and then he realized he could trust Clark and then his suspicions about like all oh, the same things going to happen on this world and it's going to kill Lois and everything uh I I really really liked what they did there a lot and um you know with I I like what they've done to set that up for season two as well because he was going to kind of maybe leave I didn't think he was going to leave the show I just thought he was going to go off and do something else and then obviously his daughter showed up and uh, that's really, I, I really like where that's going for, uh, for season two. Hopefully they can just kind of become like 
partners and stuff. I mean, maybe his daughter can work on, like, his armor and things. Because we saw that before in the flashbacks. And then that will hopefully tie into, like, you know, the the rest of the uh, the Clark family. So, that was, uh, yeah, that was my favorite plotline from uh, this season. What what do you think? Yeah, that was a very good plotline. Um, it's not a plotline plot line per se, but I am going to be very curious. Um, because they did do one major recasting. Um, they cast... Let me find the person's name here. I just had it, literally just had it and lost it. Uh, what do you mean recast? Yeah, uh, Dylan Walsh. Um, Dylan Walsh is Sam Lane in this series. But if you go back to his first appearance in... Well, that character's first appearance in Supergirl, that was actually played by Glenn Morshower. Now, Mr. Morshower is currently a part of the TV series The Resident, but if you go back through the IMDb page, he played General Sam Lane for the first season on Supergirl. Huh. That's when they had uh, Lana Lane, who was also recast in that one um, very famous person, but my name is going jelly right now. <laughs> I just had it. Uh, Jenna Dewan. Um known for several things, including being married to Channing Tatum for a while. Um, so that was a recast. Um, so that's two people that they recast for the show, um, for Superman and Lois. So obviously, you know, Morshower being on another show and Jenna Dewan has been going through some drama lately. So those recasts are not unexpected. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm wondering if that's part of the reason why they didn't have, um, Melissa Benoit on the show as part of it because then they'd have to actually address those changes. Hmm. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Um, there has been a lot of questions around this season of like um, future crossovers and the fact that Supergirl's ending and like cause obviously Melissa's gone off to have a child and whatever. Because mm-hmm. um, you know she eventually needs to um you know, move on and kind of like, you know, be, be, be a mother and stuff. Not to say that she can't be a mother and do the show, but she wanted to focus on being a mother, which is uh, totally fine and everything. Um, but no, it would have been cool for like, because uh, a lot of people have debated like, okay, when we get a crossover, should it be Superman going to one of those shows or a character going to Superman? Uh, obviously, we've already actually seen that because of Diggle going over to uh, the Superman show. Um, it'll be quite interesting actually let's just say for an example I'm just going to throw this out there as a random example let's say in in the next seasons um, that uh, Superman let's say, let's say it's just Superman goes over to like the Flash and you see uh, Tyler popping up in a show that's got worse production value and like what that would well, that would kind of look like I suppose uh, I mean I know he was already on <clears throat> Supergirl and stuff and we've already seen that character in in one of the the more CW looking type of uh, shows, but now that we've kind of established him in this almost HBO type uh, series, what that would look like now? So I don't know, but uh, no, I think all this cast is excellent. I really like Elizabeth as Lois. I think she fits that well. I really like the two the, the two guys. I got Jordan as Jonathan and then Alex as Jordan. Um, Kyle was interesting. You got Sarah as well. I think Sarah's the love interest for uh, Jordan, isn't she? Mm-hmm. I'm just looking through the cast photos. Yeah, it's uh, Lana Lang's uh, daughter. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, so he's really cool. Uh, I think Adam, because I'm just looking through the cast, like I said, Adam as Morgan was uh, was pretty good. Um, so I like that as well. I tell you what, one scene I like with um, it was in the finale when Morgan's doing that big thing, whatever he was doing with that that blue circle thing, whatever, and mm-hmm. Superman's like flying in at full speed and. Um, John's being told by his AI, like, you're losing power, and you can see on the screen he's got, like, 3%, and then the last ditch thing that he does is throw the hammer, um, and then within all that time, Superman's dealing with, like, apprehending uh, Morgan, and then, like, you see Henry falling through the air, who I, I didn't think was gonna, like, land and be crushed and die, I didn't think that was gonna happen, but, like, super, Superman swoop back in, is like, hey, good timing, I thought that was a, a pretty good scene. So, um, that's, I, I really like those two as, as partners. I think that works very, very well. So, uh, you also had Leslie. She got captured at the end. There's a scene with her in, like, the green tank thing, whatever it was. Uh, she's been kind of captured. So, um, oh, it says here, Daisy Torm as AI device. So, uh, who's only listed for ten episodes. Uh, I guess she wasn't in all of them. So, uh, anything else you want to talk about? Um, yeah, like I said, with the the big plot twist at the end with uh, Irons' daughter showing up in the last second, mm-hmm. that does open up for a lot of interesting things, especially semi-reopening the uh, multiverse. So we'll just have to see where that goes from here. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you had the crisis event, which was supposed to put everything on kind of one Earth. Um so I don't know. Again, the multiverse can be a a funny thing. So, but no, I, I'm glad that they brought her into the show. It didn't just leave her kind of on her own. So that was a uh, that was pretty good. Uh, but overall, we're very happy with the first season. I think we both agree that. Um, what do you, I, I know? What I'm most looking forward to in season two. But what are you most looking forward to? Uh, I just hope that they continue the family story, especially now that since they have another family to be a part of that with the Ironses. Um, obviously there's going to be a lot of drama and backstory there, so we'll, we'll just have to see how it goes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I, I, I'd agree I'd, on, on the same thing, actually. Um, what do you, I, I mean, what, what are you reading from, you know, the final scene that they're, they're hugging and everything, everything's good. And then there's a little bit of a look of confusion. And I think she says mum actually as a question. Yeah. Um, what do you think the general obviously it's gonna have to be a bit a little bit of explanation as to like what's going on do you think they'll all be kind of happy with each other i think it's gonna be very awkward for a good chunk of it so yeah yeah i suppose maybe once henry explains what's going on and his daughter's okay with it and then maybe the other characters are okay with it um but if they do decide to have some tension now i hope it's not for too long again that will be a balancing act for the show um so we'll have to see uh how it all goes uh, that's pretty much uh, that's our thoughts on season one of Superman and Lois. We, if you want to go back to other um, parts of our season kind of reviews, we did one every five episodes, so you can check those out. You can kind of backtrack if you want to. Uh, I think one of my favorite scenes from the season maybe is when uh, Superman got shot with like six little uh, kryptonite bullet things, and you saw his red eyes pop up, and like he got up and pulled them out, and then. Uh, threaten the uh the guard or whatever it was i that that was probably one of the best that was probably the one of the best uh superman scenes of the season do you know which one i'm talking about mm-hmm. yeah that was uh that was really cool so um cause that's like you like to see superman at his peak in that sort of 
situation, like taking control. So that was cool. Uh, but let us know what you thought. What did you think of this season of Superman and Lois? Did you like it? Did you not? What are you looking forward to seeing from next season? How do you think the family dynamic is going to go now that John's uh, daughter is here? Um, and everything else like that. So let us know what you think and which characters you'd like to cross over and all that kind of stuff. Uh, Matthew at EntertainmentTalk.org, Twitter eTalk UK, there's a contact page and information in your show notes. So let us know what you think. In the meantime, you can find everything else that we do on EntertainmentTalk.org. Uh, we do cover um, The Flash as well. Uh, and we also cover... Uh, I've stopped coverage of uh, Batwoman, so you can only look for the, the Season 2 reviews. Um, and all that kind of stuff. So we do cover some of the other ones as well, like the Flash and stuff. So um, look out for those. Uh, in the meantime, like I said, er- everything else you can find that we do on entertainmenttalk.org, TV, video games, films, and Manchester United podcasts. So take a look for all those. Uh, if you like what you've heard today and will support more of it and support Entertainment Talk, you can either just listen to more episodes. You can tell other people that you know about the episodes as well. Uh, so tell them to find us on the website or look for us on your favorite podcast platform by searching for entertainment talk uh you can use word of mouth and social media let people know all that kind of stuff social media facebook twitter um whatever you'd like to use sharing retweeting all that kind of stuff that helps us out as well uh if you want updates for these dc tv shows and for just dc and tv and film in general david's got you covered over on geektown.co.uk and geektown radio gets released on tuesdays have a look out for those episodes as well uh beck streams uh pretty frequently over on twitch that's trista bytes trista b-y-t-e-s go and give her a follow over there uh, you can also follow me on twitch as well etalk uk and if you miss any of my streams you can find them archive later on youtube entertainment talk players thanks very much for listening and we'll see you next time or next season hopefully before next season but we'll see you next time goodbye goodbye